joy seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and today we are going to talk all about joy and worship. We're going to talk about three main things. We're going to talk about why people are craving worship now more than ever. We're going to talk about how we keep our flesh out and the spirit in. And then we're going to talk about kids in worship. What are those differences and what's working for our children today? To help guide us through this conversation, it is my pleasure to welcome to our show today, Tim Pomp. Tim, welcome to the show. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Great to be here. Oh, I feel like we should already be worshiping, oh, right? On, let's get a song going right now. <laughs> I, I, we probably will end up in song at some point, right, don't you do, think? Let's do it. So you know all about worship. This has been a part of your life for a long time. Take us through a little bit of that journey to becoming a worship leader today. What does that look like? How did you sign up for that? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, Quick synopsis. I'll try to be very quick. Um, God has taken my wife and Kathy and I about 30 years of five states, 11 houses, um, and just all over the place. And always what was happening was I had my little guitar and God put a beautiful, powerful band behind me and we began to worship. And, and then I, so I, we just kept going and writing songs and loving songs and worship people, leading people into worship. And, um, uh, by the way, I only have one thing against you and that's this live joy, share joy. <laughs> I can't ever stop singing that song. <laughs> It's a little catchy, isn't it? Yes, it does. I walk down the road, I get up in the morning, live, joke, live, joke. It is super catchy, and I yeah. praise God for for putting that in my brain and my heart one day, right, to bring it to music. It just, I mean, that's how God works, though, right? That's right. So, so you've, I mean, my gosh, we could talk about a whole journey of yes. you and all these houses and everything, <laughs> but I want to talk a little bit about when you are leading worship, Let's talk about what's happening there, because you and I have talked about this transformation that takes place in worship, yep. and there's different perspectives, right? There's the leader, there's the people. So let's talk about what does it look like? Let me tell you the thought that I have starting here, and that is, uh, I've been reading a story that ministers to me about a guy who had a family, and he, um, his, he was discontent in his life. He was in Africa, true story. Anyway, he sold his land because he was discontent, left his family, and went looking for diamonds in Africa. When he came back, he found out that the person who had bought his house had had the largest diamond mine that was ever in, in the history of man. And he came back, he'd lost his family, he lost his life, and he ended up committing suicide. Oh my gosh. But anyway, discontent. And when we go into worship and we, we, when we begin to lift up the name of Jesus, wherever, small, medium, uh, in the last eight months, I've been in small gatherings mostly, some of the most precious worship times ever. And so, and two things getting right with God, repenting before God, worshiping before God, but also Him teaching you how valuable you are and saying, listen, child. Uh, make sure you put things in my hands and we will go places. And today I have a couple of poems I'd like to share, you know, just some stuff that I've never shared with anybody. But, but, um, the reason is, is a poem is a song 
uh, you know, put to music. Yeah. Amen. A, a song I, is a poem put to music. <laughs> and and I well, and it works both ways, doesn't right. it? It's yeah. it's it's, it's <laughs> yes, and it can work both ways. And and we'll get to those. I there's something that you're bringing up here that I feel like is so important that we want to make sure people capture, and that is this worship is about seeking the heart of Jesus. And when we seek that heart of Jesus, he brings us to that place of repentance. And once we surrender in that place, there is nothing like it. But until you experience it, you don't even know what you're missing. Yeah. When you're discontent uh, and you go in or you don't feel good about yourself or let's go into the area of I have unforgiveness or I have, you know, your past uh, a guest blessed me so much because I haven't been quite through the hell of a lot of people. I've just been really in ministry. My third child was the ministry, really. And we have two children, wonderful children. And so, but when we used to talk about worship, this like recently was March for Jesus and 600 people walked down the street. Uh, my goal in life is unity. So mm. whatever I can do, I'll be there. Mm. If I can stand and lift up my hands and worship together, we have to go to a place where this this city, this nation is going to turn around for Jesus and it will be at the throne room of Jesus Christ. Isn't that right? It, it, amen. And, you know, I just, all I keep saying, you know, there is power in the name, name of, of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that is just there like is there, power. power. I mean, we could just go on and on. Oh. And it, woo! I, what I'm curious about is why do you feel like now more than ever people are craving worship? I think that there is a time of desperation. I think see, people can see the end times, uh, uh, you know, the spirit of Antichrist coming. And when we get into worship, people say, you know what worship is? It's forgetting about everything else. Uh, why are you afraid to lift hands? Because you're looking at someone else. Well, God says, clap your hands, lift your hands, worship him. And when you begin to submit your body and your your being to him, you know, God. Um, I'll just throw a little crazy thing out here. Yeah. The birth of a song. Yes. God gave me this some time ago. I've never shared it with anybody. So I am the God, the God of all flesh. I spoke and words came and created my best. I placed in this world every plant, every seed. I planned it all perfect because they would need that when I place man in the garden that day, when we walked in the garden, we have so much to say. We'd walk and we'd talk and communicate, did start cause, because I created man to live straight out of the heart. But one day it happened. As we're walking along, as we're laughing and talking, this is Adam talking, God sang a song. He sang of his unity, the Trinity three. He sang of the birds and the flowers and trees with crazy holy laughter rolling on the ground. He sang of skunks and giraffes and hippopotamus sounds. He made a song I didn't quite understand about his son slain, but victorious in the end. Then one day he taught me. He taught me to sing. And he, he, he said, take words and with your heart make melody ring. Sing to me aloud, sing with Eve together. This tune will touch, touch my heart and seal our hearts forever. I began with human race. We can now walk hand in hand, but time will come when darkness flows throughout this land. But, but my song will come 
with Holy Spirit power through my Son to you in that very hour. My song will dwell in you until one day you rise. Then the song with 10,000 angels, the ultimate prize. So use your words, my child, that those in darkness might see and use my song breathed by Holy Spirit to laugh and dance and talk and be one with me. I created your words. You have to sing my song. <laughs> your creator. Amen. Amen. Anyway. I believe. Can you imagine the mo- the moment God first sang a song? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because everybody rejoiced. All you know, the heavens rejoiced, right? Yes. I mean, it's it's so powerful. And this is what is so powerful about worship. We come in communion with the Lord. Yes. And I love that you talk about the throne. Yes. And that is that writing is so incredibly powerful. And this is when we know it's the Holy Spirit. Like Amen. you can just feel the Holy Spirit in this. <laughs> and this pe- this piece about the craving worship. And yes. I love what you say about, you know, we as a nation right now, it just seems like people are struggling. Uh, very few churches, obviously, were meeting during the COVID time frame. Yeah. And now it's like, it seems like it's more powerful than ever if you yeah. go out and, and you're just watching people. I always feel like the craving too, I think about connection. I feel like people are just craving a connection of community right now. Absolutely. That's what's coming. We come together and then when the music begins, let's forget about itself, concentrate on him and worship him. That's <laughs> yeah, forget it. No, let's not sing. But yeah, uh that's that's what begins to happen. It's so true. Amen. I'm curious about like as you've been doing worship, is there like a favorite moment or story or just a time period when you were just like, man, this is powerful? Yes. Uh, eight, ten weeks ago, we've been having once a month worship time with the small church up north, and we're calling it the gathering. Anyway, I'll, I'll get to the point. A guy got up and showed, shared a testimony about his healing, and there was a man, a friend, he actually stayed overnight with me that night. He, he walked up front and he says, I'm asking the man that just talked, would you come up and pray for me? Because next week I'm supposed to go to the doctor. I fell and I'm supposed to get a pus bag put in the back of my back. And it's been bothering me for six months. And it's very serious, very serious. Long story short, um, in the next 20 minutes, it totally 100% was healed. He Lord. didn't have to go to the doctor, and he was also Praise healed of, 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 of gastric, you know, um, incredible stuff going on. It just, it just, uh, he asked, and that's expectation is what begins to happen in God's presence: uh, forgiveness, healing, repentance, uh, just the creativity. You know, when I when I begin to do these poems, and God said, "Sit down." And begin to do things because I've created it on the inside of you. I want you to do my thing. Amen. And so, well, and I think about as you're saying this, like when we uh, do ministry work in Kenya, we're in praise and worship for a good hour to uh, hour and a half before don't stop. we even start <laughs> ministering to people because what they know and what I think we can learn so much from is that that opens the door when yep. we're in praise and worship and that the Lord tells us, you know, be in praise and worship yep. so that we can prepare and open the door for what God is going to do. So not only is he transforming 
in the worship, but yep. he's going to keep transforming even after that time period. It's just so powerful. Absolutely. Tim, we've got a lot more to talk about uh, when we get back. We're going to talk about how do we keep our flesh out of this. We're going to talk a little bit more about kids in worship, but first, we're going to take a quick break. This is Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy and Live Joy, Share Joy. I like to be infused with joy all the time. Every Monday through Friday, I do an Infusion of Joy video on Facebook and Instagram. I cover a topic related to joy and provide insights, perspectives, and distinctions, as well as offer an opportunity for you to continue digging even deeper into your own joy. Make sure you're following me on the Life Full of Joy Facebook page and on Instagram at Live Joy Share Joy. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Realtors Noemi, Harry, and Abby of Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty are here for all your real estate needs in Bemidji and the surrounding communities. Whether you are looking to purchase a home or looking to sell, call the award-winning customer service team to help. Please contact Noemi at 218-760-4689 or click the link for Team Aylesworth on the Business Impact Partner page at yourqfm.com. Team Aylesworth with Real Living First Realty, where you are their priority. Welcome back to Live Joy, Share Joy. This is Deb McGregor. Our special guest today is Tim Pomp. We're talking all about joy and worship. And in the first part, we talked a lot about why people are craving worship now more than ever. And Tim, you were sharing some great poems and some great writings and great insights. And I'm thinking, how do you keep your flesh out of this and keep the spirit in? Because this has to be a confronting thing at times. I think it's a great subject because... Denial and people who are are stuck in the flesh. Um, everybody has to find a place where they can either whether if you get up in the morning or if you stay late at night. If you don't have the time with God, you will fall. Um, you have to memorize scriptures. You have to know. If if I could just take a couple minutes, um, it's all about the Word of God. Um, and so I love the subject of joy. To me, joy, when my wife and I get in a funk of some kind, we say, let's watch something funny or let's, you know, give me a funny face or do something. We Joy of the Lord is my strength. That was my mom's theme. She passed away in, in November. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, she was a godly person. Let me show f- five or six verses that I couldn't, could not. Uh, you could not I, share. I, I have to. Uh, Acts twenty twenty four. But none of these things move me, nor do I count my life dear so that I may finish this race with joy. My fellow believers, um, James 1, 2, it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties. Let it be an opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. Hallelujah. James 15, 11, John, excuse me, 15, 11. My purpose for you is these things, that you will experience joy and that it will be full in you hmm. to overflowing. 
1 Thessalonians 5.16, let joy be your continual feast. Uh, how do you get the flesh out of the way? <laughs> uh, 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 let his presence. And but, but let me go back to that creative thing. Yeah. You have poems in you. You have songs in you. And you say, but I can't sing. Uh, you, you have a song that is for you. Remember? Walk with God. And he'll sing about skunks and hippopotamuses, and, get, and he'll, he'll make you laugh, and he will give you what you need. How about Proverbs 10, 28? Lovers of God have a joy feast of gladness, but the ungodly sees their hope vanish. That's what happens. Romans 15, 13, my all-time favorite, now the God of all hope will fill you with overflowing, uncontainable joy and perfect peace as you trust in him. And may the power of the Holy Spirit continually surround you in your life. Hallelujah. John 16, 22. So you also pass through this time of intense sorrow, but you will see me again and our hearts will burst with joy. I, I, I got a couple more, but you go ahead. Well, I was just, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I was, la- what I was, I'm sitting here over smiling is that, first of all, I was thinking, I wonder if somebody has counted how many times joy is in the Bible. Yeah. That was the first thing. And then the second thing is uh, Romans, the script you shared is actually one of our show. I have a couple of scriptures that define this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of Come them. On. And on. I uh-huh. was just sitting here thinking about, when we talk, when you said you were talking about your wife and you getting in this funk, and I thought, well, isn't it true that it's really about how do we choose to shift and where do we choose to shift our focus? Yeah. And the other piece I want to make sure we do not lose sight of is that joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Oh. And when the Holy Spirit, I mean, I love that you brought up Acts because, you know, I love Acts. I'm all about the Acts. <laughs> and Acts, A-C-T-S, not to be confused with A-X-E, of course. <laughs> And what I love is that uh, when we keep our eyes focused on him, when the Holy Spirit is working within us, we see joy as a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Okay, here's Passion's, okay, okay. Passion's translation of uh, Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Holy Spirit within you is divine love expressed this way. Joy that overflows. Peace that subdues. Patience that endures. Kindness that is in action. A life full of virtue, faith prevails, great gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. Never let the law get in the way of these things. Let Don't Amen. let your flesh get in the way of these things. Okay, and my favorite one, if we want to conclude on the subject of the flesh, I have this in front of my toilet. Uh, this one I've read almost every day for the last three years. Psalm 16, 8 to 9. Because I set you, Yahweh, always close to me, my confidence will never be weakened, for I experience your wraparound presence every moment. My heart and my soul explode, explode with joy, full of glory. Even my body will rest and be confident and secure. Because of you, I know the path of life as I taste the fullness of joy in your presence at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that one. <laughs> oh, shout the house down. <laughs> yes. Well, and this, so even as we're talking, and I hope as you're listening to this, we're reading the word of God. And immediately oh, yeah, the joy factor goes up. Like you can Only. just feel the joy factor going up. 
And I mean, I'm yeah, we're probably we're a little bit tune, on it right now. When there's two, when there's <laughs> two tunes, or more gathered, right? But when there's tunes uh, put onto it, and the and the music from heaven, wow. Yeah, Shut there's the something f- in here about <laughs> two more gathered. Put the tunes on yep. to the Lord. I don't know. We just kind of came up with a triple T, a triple T version of something <laughs> here. So I I just want to remind people that are listening. That when the when the Lord calls us to seek Him in worship, sometimes you open that Bible. I sometimes even just put on soaking prayer music in the background. Right. It doesn't even need to be right. things with words. But when we seek the Lord and we seek Him in worship, it is it can be an unbelievable experience, and and just He just takes people deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. I want to make sure that we talk a little bit about kids in worship because yeah. I feel like right now. Our kids, we've all gone through, you know, a series of uh, events over this past couple of years that, I mean, has just been a lot for anybody. But our kids have really, really gone through a time that it's been sometimes hard to explain as a parent and challenging at times. And kids and worship is a complete, it's almost, it is the same and yet it's a different conversation. So what have you noticed about kids and worship and how can we draw our kids in even more? Yep. I've been pray- as I've been praying about this show, I want to declare this, even possibly with you, Deb, that we would open more events for kids and yeah. open the altars and or or uh, do songs, do Jesus loves me more often and so- songs that we've wrote and songs that that the kids can understand, uh, encourage them to come and be a part more, even in this city. Remember old Donut Man and all the different things when I was a kid, uh, and the, those those changed my life. Being able to re- listen to those CDs and those songs, uh, kids are left out many times because of long, drawn-on worship services. People need to see the joy of a, and the beauty, and they, you know, in time they'll they'll learn how to do it in, in lengthy times. But, right, right. But we need to give them. Uh, from our perspective, they, they they need to see us worshiping in a way. There's so many ways we could go in this conversation, but uh, I, you know, I wrote this book just because I want people to have the scripture of First Peter uh, that you are born again of an incorruptible seed. Yeah. And so let's let's let people know what book you're talking about. Uh, you wrote the Hopper and the Pillar. Yeah. And this, and it really, I mean, I can give it, I suppose, from my perspective, but it's basically about this caterpillar who ends up becoming a butterfly and lots of scriptural references. But this is one of the reasons I wanted to bring the kids and worship piece into the conversation today, because kids do struggle with their appearance. They do struggle with how they're perceived and kids get bullied. I mean, there's so many different things that they experience. And I I am in agreement about events for kids. I mean, I was thinking back to the, you know, if you're happy and you know, clap your hands, right? Yep. I mean, even some of those things, Um, you know, Jesus loves me, this I know. I mean, there's so many different things we could go Don't to. Don't take for granted the, the, the impact that you have when you read them a story, when you sing to them, when you sit with them. My mom, I learned how to sing out uh, harmony by sitting with her in church when I was a kid. I still love every one of those songs. Yeah. Well, they're, know, they're, they're, God, do we dare say they're the oldies, but the goodies? Yeah. We can say that, ab- can't we? Absolutely. Well, and, and back to the Kenya example, I mean, literally, when we are doing praise and worship, uh, all those little kids are up there singing and oh, dancing yeah. with us. And, you it's know, they, community. they it's, it is community. We got to get builds them back community. involved. 
And I'm not sure where the separation of adult to kid in this context started becoming a thing. But in many ways, you know, it's not like that in Kenya at all. It's everybody's together and as a family. And boy, is the worship there. What do you want to share with us around this kids in worship piece? You, is it a poem? Do we have a poem? Do we have I, a I just have this one uh, out of Isaiah 35. Here it goes. It's called The Highway to Joy and Holiness. We are in a day, says Isaiah 35, where the glory of the Lord will shine. He will strengthen weary knees, feeble hands lifted high. The glory of the Lord will be seen. The wilderness rejoice and bloom. Say to those who with fearful hearts, gladness and joy shall rule. Oh, the eye of the blind will be open wide. The ears of the deaf will hear. The tangled tongue will shout for joy and the lame will leap like a deer. Water will gush where once there was sand. Burning sand become a pool. The highway there for the redeemed, the highway of holiness. The road will become all the highway of holiness. Go to Zion, says Isaiah 35. Glory to the Lord shall shine like a crocus bloom and shout for joy. Yes, joy will crown your life. Sing the song of the redeemed. This is the land we declare aloud. With ultimate joy, we do receive holiness to the Lord. Hallelujah. Holy, holy. We could go somewhere with that. We just pray for those children. (laughs) We pray for families that you would do a resurrection, Lord God, uh, of worship, a resurrection in our church. In Jesus' name. Amen. Tim Pomp, you have been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on and joining us with Live Joy, Share Joy. And we want to just say thank you for bringing your gifts, your skills, your talents to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go do it together. I think we should. We want to thank all of you for choosing to tune in today. We hope that you've learned a little bit about worship today, how you're keeping your flesh out of it, and of course, making sure we are bringing our kids to worship right along with us. Thanks so much for tuning in, my friends. We want to remind you to live joy and share joy. Deb McGregor of Life Full of Joy. Thank you for tuning in to Live Joy, Share Joy. We currently have availability for corporate sponsors on the show. Do you want to be aligned with all things joy and reach our listening audience? We have several options available, including our joy boosters. Contact your QFM today for sponsorship details.